if the Steelers do not pick this guy and he is here at 17, then what are they doing? They have missed the entire draft needs. They need to go get this guy if he is there. What is up, everybody, and welcome back. You are listening to the first ever episode of Black and Howl, an all-Steelers podcast here on the J-Wolf channel. Make sure to like and subscribe for more content, and you can get this podcast as well as the other podcasts on our channel in most places where you get your streaming podcasts. So here today, we're going to go into my mock draft for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm a lifelong Steelers fan, born and raised, or should I say Stillers. Uh, for all my Yinzers out there, um, on, not from Pittsburgh, unfortunately, but still part of Steeler Nation nonetheless. So we're going to get into uh, my picks uh, for the Steelers. And this isn't necessarily what I think that they're going to do, but it's what I would do if I were picking uh, for them. There's going to be no trades uh, in this mock draft. We are using Pro uh, Football Focus Mock Draft Simulator for this. Um, so we're doing the first three rounds. So that is four picks. Uh, for the Steelers, and I'll give some commentary along the way, explain my thought process behind the picks. Um, I've used this site quite a bit this offseason just to kind of do mock drafts. I think that they're fun. Obviously, that this is just my opinion. Um, we can disagree. Let's have some discussions of what you guys want to see the Steelers do uh, in the comments. Um, but I have seen guys like Paris Johnson Jr., Christian Gonzalez fall to the Steelers at this position. I don't think Christian Gonzalez will actually fall to the Steelers at 17. So if something like that were to happen, um, then maybe I'll try to avoid picking that player just because it doesn't feel that real. Um, but I could see Paris Johnson uh, falling, even though it is uh, probably unlikely. It is possible. So that is something where I'll kind of let that slide. But before we get into uh, the mock draft, I want to go over my top five Steelers needs going into this draft. Um that way you guys can kind of understand of why I'm picking who I'm picking because my needs for them might be a little bit different than what your needs you think they are for them. So number one is a tackle. Preferably this is going to be a left tackle, someone to protect Kenny Pickett's blind side because um, I think Chooks Okorafor is fine at right tackle. But that being said, I wouldn't rule out going right tackle. I know a lot of Steelers fans like Dewan Jones, Darnell Wright. Those guys are more right tackles, and they're probably guys that I might try to avoid um, unless it comes second round. Now I'll start considering that. Darnell Wright's one of those interesting guys because he played both positions in college. Um, the PFF says that he's probably better suited at guard or right tackle. Maybe he can play Pickett's blind side. I do think that that's a more pressing need, but he's someone that will definitely still consider. Number two, and I think that this is a really big one and is definitely on play for 17, is edge rusher. They need someone behind TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith. They need some depth um, back there just based on uh, TJ Watt's injuries last couple of years. We've seen what happens when they don't have a guy to help Highsmith rush the quarterback. So we really need to get someone in there, and I will spend a high pick on this if the guy is there um, for that. And I think the Steelers might as well. So don't be surprised if at 32, if at 17 we see an edge rusher just because of how crucial it is for the Steelers' defense to be successfully blitzing the quarterback. Uh, number three uh, is cornerback, obviously. Um, so, of course, we know that Cam Sutton departed uh, this past free agency. We signed Patrick Peterson. He's probably got one or two good years left. So we want to make sure that we're maximizing uh, 
his potential or maximizing that defense's potential while he's here and getting another guy in there. Um, obviously, Joey Porter Jr. is going to be in play at 17, Deontay Banks at, at 17, uh, but looking into the second round might be more fruitful because of just how deep this cornerback class is. So we'll have guys like Julius Brents, probably Keely Ringo available there. Um, but at some point in this draft, expect the Steelers to take a cornerback with one of their first few picks. Um, at number four is linebacker. I think that they did a lot this offseason to really secure that position, but we'll we have yet to see. Obviously, a lot of free agent signings in the past haven't panned out for them, but we'll see if Omar Khan and um, company can get it going this year. Um, so, yeah, linebacker, obviously Jack Campbell. A lot of Steelers li- Steelers fans like this guy. I am no exception to that. I think he'd be a beast, but he's someone that I'm looking at more. 49, if he's available, I'm considering him. I don't know if I feel comfortable spending the 17th pick or the 32nd pick just with other pressing needs. Uh, there's someone else that I think should be on the Steelers' radar, and I believe is based on pre-draft visits and whatnot, and pro-draft day, and draft day visits, um, or pro-draft, sorry, pro days, oh my gosh, um, is Dorian Williams. Uh, I think that he's a guy that can cover a lot, um, so watch for him. He's from Tulane. Um, I think that he could be a really key pick for the Steelers in either the third or the fourth round. Uh, number five, and this was probably second or first earlier in the offseason, I think they've done a lot to really secure this position, and that is the defensive line. Um, obviously, with uh, Braden Fakoko and with Armand Watts coming in, I think this becomes a less pressing need to go get a nose tackle or go get someone on that defensive line. You have Larry Ogunjobi, you have Cam Hayward. Granted, Cam Hayward is getting older, so we want to make sure that we address that position at some point. Um, either in this draft or the next, you got to start thinking towards the future. Uh, is DeMarvin Leal the future? Is Isaiah Loudermilk? I hope so, because that would be great that they don't have to spend some premium picks here, but that is yet to be proven. So those are my five top five needs for the Steelers going into uh, this draft. That doesn't necessarily mean that all of my picks are going to be from those needs, because especially once we hit 32, I think best player available really comes into play, because those guys that maybe slipped out of the first round that you weren't expecting uh, to be there at pick 32, those guys become in play. Um, someone like a Zay Flowers, a Jordan Addison, um, honestly, even like a B. John Robinson, B. John Robinson is someone that I would be considering at 32. And I know that for a lot of you guys, you're going to be like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. We have Najee Harris. We have Jalen Warren. We don't need another running back. But just imagine that three-headed monster with those guys. And I think the Steelers really want to run the football a lot this year. You've put a lot of miles on Najee Harris in the first two years. Um, obviously, we do have Jalen Warren. But if one of those guys goes down, there's nothing behind them, really. Um, I know that it's a pretty premium pick, a pretty high pick. But I imagine running the ball 40 times a game and having Pickett only having to throw maybe 20 max. I think that that sounds great. Not to say that I don't think Kenny's going to be a stud, but let's control the clock. Let's keep that ground warning. Of course, this is all pipe dreaming. Um, I might actually pick him if he's there. We'll see. But without further ado, let's get in to the mock draft. All right, so we see here, got the Steelers selected at 17. Uh, three rounds. We're going fast, so I'll break down some other picks um, before the Steelers picks and areas where maybe I'd trade up or trade back. So let's enter into the draft. All right, so now we got the mock draft screen ready. We're going to start the draft. All right, so they're picking, picking. All right, so some some notes. So Lucas Van Ness gone at 15. He was someone I would have been considering. 
uh, for the Steelers. I just think he can be a, he might be a, become a beast in this league. Eleven at Christian Gonzalez. Obviously, we've heard the reports of Pittsburgh potentially looking to trade up uh, to Chicago's pick at nine to secure a guy we don't know. Um, could be uh, Jalen Carter. It could be um, Paris Johnson Jr. It could be Christian Gonzalez. So if that is the case here, expect the Steelers maybe to trade up if Gonzalez is indeed the guy. If it's actually Carter, Carter went th- uh, third in this draft to the Arizona Cardinals. We're not moving up that high for him. Sorry, guys. Um, but with this pick, I think it's pretty easy. Um, if the Steelers do not pick this guy and he is here at 17, then what are they doing? They have missed the entire draft needs. They need to go get this guy if he is there. And that is Paris Johnson Jr. Tackle, Ohio State. Um, In the Speak Now podcast that will be coming up, I also had Paris Johnson Jr. going there. He fell to Steelers at 17, which was nice. Um, So here we are at pick 32. Um, Some names to consider. Obviously, Jordan Addison fell. This is a big thing. I think, I know with the trade for Allen Robinson impending, do the Steelers really need to go draft a wide receiver this high? I don't think it hurts. Um, we really, You don't really know who you're getting in Robinson. Are you going to get the guy that put up a couple thousand yard seasons under Mitch Trubisky, or are you going to get the guy that was kind of not really there for the Rams last year and then struggled with injury? I don't know. And neither do the Steelers, for sure. Um, so Jordan Addison's got to be in play. Obviously, Kenny Pickett's um, college guy when he uh, when he got drafted. So be good to reunite them for Pickettsburg, you know. Um, another guy that's in play here for me is Osiris Torrance. I really want to build that offensive line behind Kenny um, and for Najee just to be a beast. And I know what you guys are saying. We signed a lot of guards this offseason, and that is true. Uh, but you could always move James Daniel to center. It's a position he played in college, and he played it pretty well. Um, and then throw in Osiris Horns at right guard, which was his college position. And I think that that's a pretty beefy offensive line. Cam Smith has got to be in play here too, uh, the slot corner. Um, but you know what? I'm going to help my quarterback out with a pass catcher. We're going to go Jordan Addison at pick 32. And I think this is a real possibility because I think after um, the combine and all that stuff, you could see his stock fall. All right, so going into this next pick, Tyreek Stevenson stands out as a guy that is available here, um, someone that I'm definitely considering for cornerback. Julius Brents is also available, someone to consider. Joe Titman, a center. So, again, if you want to replace Mason Cole, help the offensive line, center could be the way to go. Keanu Benton here at defensive line, that could be huge. L- luckily, we already protected Kenny's blind side with our first pick, so now I don't have to worry about tackle. Um, that's a good relief to not have to worry about that position. I also kind of want to go edge here. Isaiah Foskey, um, if I'm pronouncing his name right, uh, that's someone that I'm really intrigued by. And like I said, I think that this is one of the bigger needs. If I don't go edge here, what's the depth going to look like there um, when we pick at 80? I don't know. But another guy that's super high on my list is John Michael Smith. I think that he'll probably end up being uh, the best center from this draft. Uh, good quality starting NFL center. Um, he's a little bit older. I believe he's 24, which they took Kenny last year at 24, so that's not necessarily uh, um, not going to happen. Darnell Washington is another. This is a luxury pick if we go here um, just to help that offense line even further. He's a beast of a tight end, a guy that can run block like crazy and would really help Najee, really help Jalen Warren. 
um, be a big target for Kenny. But again, this is a luxury pick. And after just taking a luxury pick in Jordan Addison, I don't necessarily feel comfortable uh, doing that two picks in a row uh, here. So we're going to go back up to the top of this draft. I'm really torn between uh, Keanu Benton and one of these top corners. Let's see uh, what corners remain. Um, so Keely Ringo is available here at pick 49. And this is someone that I'm, I'd be strongly considering if I'm the Steelers. Uh, my biggest concern is he seems a little bit more developmental than we thought um, coming after the college football season. And the Steelers don't have that great of track record with drafting and developing cornerbacks. Really, the last one in like the last 10 years, the only one in like the last 10 years or so, is Cam Sutton in the third round. Um, after that, you had the injury with Senquez Golson. That didn't work out. You had Doran Grant come through. And just, yeah, it hasn't really worked out. Artie Burns, let's not even discuss that. Oof. But drafting cornerbacks has not been Steelers' strong suits. It's been signing them in free agency. Um, so he's someone that's in play, but I could go cornerback third down. I feel a little bit more comfortable going there. Um, but I'm, I'm going to... I am going to help the, the defense out. I'm going to help the cornerbacks out. I'm going to go Julius Brents. So this guy is just a huge cornerback, big size, uh, disruptive. He's someone that I can see fitting the Steelers' mold. The reason I didn't go Tyreek Stevenson, because I think he might be a little bit more polished, is because uh, reports and scouting say that he's probably strictly an outside cornerback. And I think the Steelers really want someone that can be a little bit more versatile. Um, Brents could also maybe go over to safety a little bit. Um, so he's someone I'm picking here. All right, so big fall here uh, to the third round. It's Trenton Simpson, a guy who the Steelers reportedly love. Uh, if Trenton Simpson is actually here at pick 80, I'd be shocked if they didn't go him, go with him. I feel a little weird if I do take him because I feel like this isn't actually going to happen. I feel like Trenton Simpson is going second round. Um, I don't think you can really justify taking any inside linebacker in this draft going in the first round. Um, so he's someone that... I can see here, but defensive line is definitely where I'm looking at, or edge rusher. I know I talked about that. Um, I'd be really disappointed if I left this mock draft without an edge rusher, with it being the second biggest need. But, I mean, you have Byron Young here, could be a guy. Um, maybe I wait till the fourth end. Keon White, this is, an this is an interesting guy. If he's actually here at pick 80, developmental piece, he's maybe a little bit more defensive line um, than like outside linebacker, he is, according to uh, PFF, he's 6'5", 285 pounds, so maybe a little bit big uh, to be there, and he's a project base end is what they project his role to be, but he could actually be a stud. Zach Harrison's another guy that could be a potential play, um, but at this point, maybe we, we wait. I don't know if the value is here. So now, now looking back on this draft, I kind of wish I would have taken an edge uh, with the last pick because I had cornerbacks available. Um, but when you draft, you don't know, and you're kind of SOL now. So Clark Phillips the third is definitely a, would definitely have been in play. Darius Rush would have been in play. Um, but we, we went cornerback, and I'm going to go best player available here. I'm going to go with Trenton Simpson. So let's see what he can do. Hopefully he ends up being a starter. It gives us some depth there. Um, and now we've got to go edge with the fourth round which i don't get to pick so that is my mock draft for the pittsburgh steelers so round one uh we had paris johnson jr round two jordan addison round second pick in round two julius brents 
and round three, Trenton Simpson. So let me know, guys, in the comments uh, what you guys want to see the Steelers picks, what you would have done differently or what you agreed with with what I said. Uh, looking forward to doing more Steelers content uh, through Black and Howell. Probably do an episode after the draft just to recap the draft. But thank you guys. As always, subscribe, like, turn on notifications so you don't miss a video. And if you're interested in other content here on the J-Wolf channel, uh, some will pop up at the end of this video. So as always, Yins, we out.